Hello and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope everyone's having an absolutely blessed day today. First thing I want to start off with this morning, I just had to start off with this. Remember a couple days ago at the end of the show, I told you how Homeland Security now for the last couple months has been bantering and rambling on about how white supremacist and militia groups are the deadliest domestic terrorist group facing the U.S., right? I told you that. And how they're constantly saying that we're in immediate danger from these far-right white supremacist terrorist groups, even though there's incidences are rare, if ever, that are actually true and organic. You guys know I've talked about in detail in the past about how the FBI loves to make up gigantic terrorist plots that they support, fund, arm, and then foil the plot at the last second with their fake bombs and confidential informants. They are notorious for doing this. There's been over 150 alleged terrorist plots that they have foiled that they were involved in directly since 9-11. In some cases, the FBI uses a string of more than 15,000 registered informants across the United States. The FBI now spends three billion dollars on counterterrorism annually, the largest portion of their budget. Our nation's top law enforcement agency traditionally focused on investigating crimes as they occur, now operates more as an intelligence organization in order to preempt crimes before they occur. I've said this for years, the FBI has essentially turned into a beginning phase of minority report. The informants, which can be paid anywhere from 5000 in some cases up to $100,000 per assignment by the FBI, and with the FBI's aggressive, aggressive tactics essentially unknown to the public in most cases, unless you bring them up, the FBI and Justice Department controls the narrative, another dangerous terrorist apprehended by federal agents. Now, the reason why I'm bringing this up is I'm sure you guys have already heard of this absolutely ridiculous narrative they're now trying to play with Governor Gretchen Wilson in Michigan and her alleged kidnapping, which we need to hear the whole story on what actually occurred with this. The reason why this has happened, I'll tell you guys this right now, I know a lot of people in law enforcement, a lot of them that are awake, She lost the narrative up in Michigan last week when the Michigan Supreme Court came in and said that her lockdowns were unconstitutional. She lost it. She completely and totally lost the narrative, could not spin it anymore. So when all else fails, and this is is textbook communism, when all else fails, you play the victim card. So now she was part of an attempted kidnapping. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. But, but, But listen, the FBI came in and saved the day. So what actually happened? Well, nothing actually happened at all. At all, at all happened. There was a group of militia members called the Wolverine Watchmen that had discussions, detailed discussions, about conducting a citizen's arrest on Governor Gretchen Whitmore for her acts against the Constitution. And they basically said that We need to create a society following the U.S. Bill of Rights where we could be self-sufficient, what the FBI informant wrote. You already know where this is going. Well, they had an FBI agent that allegedly infiltrated the group, 
talked to them in detail, told them that they needed to kidnap Governor Gretchen, that their lives depended on it, and that they need to basically extradite her to Wisconsin where she can be charged for her unconstitutional acts. They agreed and said we need to do a citizen's arrest. They basically discussed the layout of her vacation home and looked at different areas around on how to handle it. Of course, then, FBI agents stormed their house. Before they'd done anything, let me clarify this, they did not do anything. They were not in kit walking up to her vacation home. They were not en route to her vacation home. They had not made contact with Gretchen Whitmore anywhere near her vacation home. They had simply discussed it and done recon work on where her house was in site with the FBI agent who continued to encourage them, and then the FBI has now come in and saved the day. Here's the far-leftist communist article that spins the narrative. This, This is what they said now, after everything I told you, and those are all facts, exactly what happened. Here's how they spun the narrative now in USA Today. 13 members of an anti-government group bent on igniting civil war are now charged in a plot to kidnap Governor Gretchen Whitmore, who is the targeted in a possible commando raid. Authorities said Thursday the Wolverine watchmen discussed planning on storming her vacation home as part of a mission to instigate a civil war. The FBI and the Attorney General outlined felony domestic terrorist charges against the group that was planning on attempting to kidnap a sitting governor. Okay. This is literally the tactics of a desperate, out-of-control deep state that does not know what to do right now because they're losing. When you lose the information war, when all else fails, you literally brew up the biggest pile of steaming crap you can, and you serve it to the populace, and you tell them, it's caviar, you need to eat this because we tell you it's caviar. This is another prime example of the FBI doing exactly what the FBI is designed to do, create fake incidences. If you guys remember the incident that happened in New York years ago, they found homeless men. Homeless black men. They were homeless in New York. They said, hey, man, don't you think the government's bad here and they should help you out? Yeah, yeah, Instigated them for weeks. Then said, hey, man, you know what? We can get you surfaced air missiles. Well, you know, we can get you surfaced air missiles. And the homeless guys were like, what do we need those for? Dude, because you definitely want to shoot stuff, right? Don't you just want to blow stuff up? They're like, I guess. We don't really have anything else to do. If you got surfaced air missiles, I mean, sure, we'll take a look at them. They literally give them dummy surfaced air missiles courtesy of the FBI. They hand them to them, and they go, oh, by the way, now you're being charged 25 years for a domestic terrorism charge because you plotted to release a surfaced air missile in New York. And they're like, dude, you gave us surfaced air missiles. What are you talking about? Oh, sorry, you're going to jail now. They've done this over and over and over and over and over again, and this is why I've repeatedly told my friends, my family, and a lot of people I know that are involved in constitutional militias, be very, very, very careful who you associate with, especially when it comes to newcomers. The FBI has turned into nothing more than a Stasi police state who tries to justify their own existence by making up fake attacks so they can foil them and say we need more money because we stopped another domestic terrorist attack. Governor Whitmore has basically lost it. 
She's completely and totally lost it. She doesn't have the narrative anymore. So now, cue the victim card. But I want to start off with that, Dad, because I was really frustrated again when I saw that, how now they're trying to make, again, right-wing militias, these crazy, insane domestic terrorists, and how the FBI needs to get another pat on the back because they stopped another plan because a group of guys had discussions about doing a citizen's arrest on the sitting governor of Michigan for violating the Constitution, and now that basically alludes to a felony attempted kidnapping and domestic terrorist charges, which all these guys now will probably spend the rest of their life in a federal penitentiary because of this now, Dad. You know, this is entrapment setups. I mean, this is ludicrous. The FBI does this junk all the time. They're constantly all the time people in. They know it's over a hundred times now, and and they, and they put people into these groups, and they make them they say things, and they get a few people to agree in the group, or they even give them like you said bombs that don't work, and they say oh we busted another one with bombs after the FBI. They have to justify their own existence, and what they have to do, hey Austin, is they have to justify the anti-white narrative. That's what this is all about. This has nothing to do with this wretched Governor Whitmore who basically belongs in jail, who should be recalled, who's absolutely horrible. It has nothing to do with her. It's the fact that the Supreme Court in her state ruled against her, and she wants to pitch a little biatch fit. That's all this is. And they, she's got the FBI. They're probably working together with her to get these guys entrapped to make white people look worse. That's all this is. This has nothing to do with her safety or anything else. This is all about entrapment. If these guys hadn't come into this meeting and started talking about this, these guys would have thought about kidnapping a, a you know, a sitting governor. What's, what the heck, man? The lady's a doggone wretched nightmare. I mean, she needs to be taken out of office legally. You know, but not kidnapped. They know that. These guys at the meeting knew that. But now, like you said, they're probably going to spend the rest of their lives in prison. And the sad part about it is, is they didn't even do anything. They didn't set this up. They didn't do The FBI did. They didn't set up anything. They weren't planning on doing this. They didn't have it on paper. They didn't have a detailed sketch allowed what day they were going to do it, where they were going to go, and how they were going to intercept her convoy, how they were going to get her. They have any of that stuff. All they said, they had somebody at a meeting talking about it. They kind of agreed that it needed to be done. This is why I'm, I'm letting you guys know. It's really important if you belong to a, you know, a right-wing group, if you belong to a, you know, group of people that basically, you know, believe that the world is coming to an end, whatever you belong to, I'm not going to pick any names. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to give them the benefit of the government, the benefit of me naming names on this. If you belong to any group, be very careful who you allow to be in the leadership role in that group. Make sure these people are vetted. How many times have I told you guys, and I mean, you guys already know this, you guys are so smart, you guys are our family, you listen to the show every day, you know what I'm going to say next, I mean, here's the deal, how many times does somebody show up out of nowhere, out of nowhere, out of absolutely nowhere, with tens of millions of views, and they do that generically, it's impossible, it doesn't happen, if they're a nobody from nowhere, and they end up with tens of millions of views, it's because somebody pointed the search engines at them, it's because somebody gave them the ability to have those types of views, that's what happens, when these things are basically orchestrated, you know, we have people that are making all these dire predictions, and all these horrible things, and they're reinforcing the narrative that the deep state wants them to reinforce, so they turn the search engines towards them, and, and so what ends up happening, they get tens of millions of views. Now, whether these people are legitimate, if they're not legitimate, it doesn't make any difference. They're given legitimacy because of the amount of views they get. They're given legitimacy because suddenly they're out there in the middle of all of this stuff. 
that basically is supposedly what's going to happen, and they have no... Boy, I want to name names so bad right now. You guys know me, and you know that I can do it. You guys know me personally, but I'm not going to because I'm not going to get myself into that quandary. But people show up, and they claim to have worked for the federal government. They claim to have all this inside knowledge. They claim to have all of this stuff as far as credentials and background. You try to find out where they work. You try to find out who they belong to. You try to find out where they come from. You try to find out why they have tens of millions of YouTube views. And you try to find out anything they say is true, and they can't quantify anything they tell you. They can't prove they work for the government. They can't prove that they did this. You know, Phil Schneider was the worst on this. Don't get me wrong. I like Phil Schneider. I'm sorry he's dead, you know. But the whole thing about it is, is he made all these crazy claims. Crazy claims. Now, whether some of these claims are true or not, I don't know. But he's a geologist working for the government. And they're drilling a hole. And he's wearing a sidearm. When is the last time you saw a geologist drilling a hole wearing a sidearm? I mean, honestly, really. I mean, no, no, no I'm not trying to be mean here. Just where do you see that? And, and all of a sudden, he's a geologist licensed with the state or whatever he's doing and where are his degrees where are his certificates you know and he's dead now i don't want to pick on him because he's dead but where where is the credentialing here you know if and, I, and i've told you guys this if i tell you that i have undergraduate degrees from florida state the master's degree from florida state and all the different things that i have and all the background i've had you can go online and you can pull up the photographs of all of this stuff i can prove it i can bring people on the show right now who i went to college with 40 years ago Shoot, Steve Stellhorn, one of our top reps at Health Masters, he and I went to college together at Florida State. I mean, we were in calculus together and chemistry together, all these different classes we took together. I mean, he knows that what I'm telling you guys is true. He was there with me when I started Health Masters in 1981. Steve was there. And see, this is the thing that people don't get, is that, you know, I'm fixing to have a birthday party here in a few weeks. I'll have people here that have known me for 40, 50 years. 50 years. You think, well, that's crazy, Ted. Well, no, it's just the truth. These people come from nowhere, Austin. And that's why I'm saying to you guys, if you're in a group, if you're in a, in a, you know, in a militia or whatever you're in, be really careful on who you pull out in front and let them speak. Make sure they're vetted and make sure they're not trying to set you and your group up. Because the FBI is... I'm going to say something I shouldn't say because it's kind of ugly. The FBI has swallowed an entire bottle of Viagra towards right-wing groups that aren't even doing anything. And they're chasing them around, trying to have their way with them. And that's the problem that we have right now with the government dealing with a bunch of people that are a bunch of psychopaths running the doggone CIA and FBI. And some of them are completely and totally morally compromised, and they're Satanists on top of everything else. That's the craziest part about all of this stuff, by the way. I remember I was telling you we're going to be under the side of Mars and under the side of uh, Scorpio next few months. Uh, for 10 days, this is an article out of Toronto, Mars will shine the brightest it has ever lined, shined in 2003. Now, these guys, and I don't believe all this stuff, but they believe that there's angular momentum on these different you know, <laughs> satellites around the Earth, you know, these different planets, and they're saying that these angular momentums are going to change the energy field and basically heat up the core of the planet and do all kinds of stuff to give them extra power and extra this for their satanic rituals. Now, I think they're all a bunch of nuts, but this is what they believe. And that's what I was telling you guys that in October and November, they're planning on unleashing everything. Now, here we have people now saying that Governor is being going to be a, you know abducted. The president has coronavirus, and now we also have a group of individuals, which I think is absolutely amazing. A group of attorneys that are actually filing a class action lawsuit 
against this group of people pushing this coronavirus narrative. I mean, this is really, 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 really important because, you know, if we don't do this, if we don't have the trial attorneys, and I hate to say this because I don't care for a lot of these guys, if we don't allow them to turn to get turned loose on these clowns, they're never going to stop us. We have to run through the legal system. But now an international group of lawyers have brought a lawsuit that a COVID pandemic is an orchestrated hoax. It's a class action lawsuit on behalf of the pharmaceutical profits and police state control. Wow, isn't that interesting? So I've, I posted these on the website of this one attorney who's talking about it and his entire transcript also. Guys, personally, I believe that a class action lawsuit against these clowns is justified. I really do. However, the damages that this pandemic hoax has inflicted on the world are going to be so enormous that it'll be, that those responsible, you know, won't be able to pay it back. I mean, it's going to be the trillions of dollars. And so what they're going to do, because they can't pay it back and they don't want to be exposed, they're going to double down on the police state measures. They're going to do this to prevent any legal action against them. They're going to bog it down on the court so it can never go to court or to be under national security, and they won't be able to expose it or you know disclose it or whatever. Or they may go to these attorneys who are doing the class action lawsuit and offer them, you know, how should I say this, you know, an appeasement item like you know, X amount of dollars or try not to go to prison like they tried to do with Roger Stone. If you do file this lawsuit, because we're going to come after you because you're going against national security, whatever. But they can't, these people who have done this, this Rothschild group, they really aren't going to accept any accountability. They're not. They're not. The most, most likely the scenarios of the entire media that they own will cover for them. And the attorneys and the scientists who are exposing this hoax, like, you know, like Kennedy and like us, can be prevented, will be prevented from having media coverage. And if they get the media coverage and they grab some traction and it starts going really, really strong against this government COVID hoax they've got going on right now, these people will just be disappeared or they'll be Seth-riched. Oh, yeah. They'll just basically cease to exist. They'll depart the planet, put it that way. And that's what's going to happen to these guys if they get a really good group of attorneys going because this time they're all in. The deep state is. They've shut the entire planet down. They've shut the entire planet down. They've got all their cards on the table. They've got all the money in the pile. They haven't got, they don't have anywhere else to go, guys. They're backed up in a corner because of the debt. They're backed up in a corner because of fiat currency. They have to start a new currency with the lower, with no debt. They've got to destroy the, the basically the, the, the dollar. You know, now, now once, now one group is coming out and saying that the U.S. Mint's going to raise its prices on silver eagles in the next few days. Now, I don't know if that's true or not. I can't, I can't vet that. I can't verify it because they're saying it's below production costs, which that's probably true. But guys, all of this is because the dollar has lost its value because the Rothschild banking cartel has gone in now and monetized the debt by printing Hundreds of trillions, hundreds of billions. Who knows what the real numbers are? I don't know. They don't disclose that information. And we know we have quadrillion dollars of derivatives that are out there as credit debt against the dollar. All of this stuff is coming back home to roost. And here we find ourselves in the most uncertain time in the history of our country's existence. I mean, it really is. This, this is, I was in the 50s. I was born in the 50s. I remember the 50s. I remember watching the amazing adventures of Superman with George Reeves. I mean, I mean talking, I'm talking old school stuff here. I was raised in the 60s. 
in the 60s were unbelievably turbulent. They were horrible. People getting assassinated here and there, everywhere. It was awful. Guys, it's worse now than it was in the 60s. 2020 has started off with a bang. Back in the 60s, they weren't trying to basically shut down the entire planet for an imaginary virus. Now, I'm going to say this one more time. The COVID is like the flu. It is. It's a, it, was a, it was a man-made disease. It was man-made. It had a SARS component and an HIV component attached to it. It was deadly when it came over in China, but it mutated. And our bodies have immunities against these types of things. If you have an immune system that is impaired, this COVID can kill you. If you're over the age of 80 with an impaired immune system, it's probably going to kill you. And they emptied out these hospitals and put all these people that were recovering into the nursing homes and killed a whole bunch of people in nursing homes who had impaired immune systems. These guys are a bunch of morons, especially up in New York City. And this is the group of people that's running the planet right now trying to reinforce the narrative. I'm so proud of our governor, Austin, and Sheriff Grady Judd in our county because they're not shutting anything down or they're not wearing masks. They're not, they're not buying into this narrative. Now, I don't know how that's going to go for DeSantis because DeSantis basically is not playing the deep state game right now. And we'll see if he can keep doing this and not get himself compromised or whatever. We'll have to pray that he gets through all of this stuff unscathed politically. What do you think, Austin? I'm not there. That's really well said. And, I mean, I, I, I pray he can stand strong on this. I really do. Because, I mean, you know that you're doing something right when pretty much every single mainstream media outlet eviscerates you repeatedly over one single incident that, quite frankly, he had the absolute right to do. I always remember that, like... Everybody's talking about, oh, well, you know, this governor had the right to lock down the state, which now the Supreme Court's ruling they didn't, but the governor in Florida said the opposite. He goes, we, I don't, we can't keep locking this down. This doesn't make any sense. We have to open up the country, open up the state, do exactly what we're supposed to do down here. And he's eviscerated for it. And so one thing that everybody needs to take out of this, and this is why I was saying the same thing earlier when I started off with the whole FBI, you know, whatever. And again, let me clarify I'm with dad on this. I don't, and I don't encourage, nor do I condone, going and trying to kidnap anybody or going to do anything, regardless of what these guys said, even though it may have been wrong. I'm, I don't know what all happened as far as in their private conversation. I just know what the FBI informant basically snitched on them about. Always remember that when they, exactly what dad said, when they cannot keep people in line, they have to make criminals. Now we have the out of control, completely and totally out of control, unconstitutional, unlawful, gun running, corrupt ATF has now come out now and said a firearm. There's a firearm that was produced multiple years ago, about three years ago, as a pistol. It was a basically 300 blackout and it had a brace that was on it. It's called a honey badger. I'm going to detail in it. They've said that these braces are not stocks, meaning they do not make the rifle an SBR, so you don't have to tax stamp it, even though the length of a barrel makes no impact whatsoever on the deadliness of a rifle. Actually, the longer the rifle, the more pressure and the more velocity it has. So short barrel rifles, this whole context, if you have to pay a tax stamp for them, is just egregious. They have now come out and they said, listen, we know in 2017 that the Honey Badger pistol we classified as a pistol, and we said it was a pistol. Now we're saying that it's a short-barreled rifle. So if you have one of those, you now have to register it and tax stamp it as a short-barreled rifle, or else it's going to be a felony for you to possess. 
You literally just took people that were law-abiding citizens with a legal firearm, and you're now saying you are now a felon if you do not register this firearm. Now, I don't have a hunting badger. Never. They're kind of expensive. They're cool guns. They're real small. But my point being in this is exactly what we've been saying. When you cannot find anything to charge people with, you start making laws that automatically make them criminals, and that's a very, very dangerous place to be because you not only start putting people's back against the wall and they start having discussions like, hey, we need to do a citizen's arrest on a governor because the lockdowns, you start making people real, real edgy because now you're not only violating their civil liberties, you're violating the Constitution of the United States. Just thought I would put that out there. So tread lightly. If I was these guys, I'd tread real lightly. And it's funny to me, I'm just going to meddle here for 30 seconds. It's ironic to me how the ATF has the audacity to come in and start redefining things on a regular basis and then turns around and gives thousands of automatic weapons, machine guns, and 50 caliber rifles to the Mexican drug cartel to see where the guns go and accidentally lose all the firearms and they end up killing Border Patrol agents end up showing up at drug cartel places like El Chapo's residence. Oh, that's right. They did that under Eric Holder. And not a single person got indicted or prosecuted. So, yeah, that's, that's the ATF for you on a regular basis. Oh, and don't forget about Ruby Ridge. Don't forget about Randy Weaver's wife getting her head blown off in front of his family because he allegedly sold a shotgun that the ATF later cut down and said he shot. Don't forget about that. Oh, and don't forget about Waco, Texas and the Branch Davidians and ATF raiding him and shooting him while he was unarmed, executing their dog and starting a giant raid on a compound that had done nothing illegal whatsoever that ended in a 51-day siege and ended up killing over 70 women and children. Let's not forget about that. That's, that's, that's ATF, too. So... Need I digress any further? On top of this now, it's starting to happen with the COVID passport. It has now been rolled out. It is now mainstream and dailymail.uk. I just got the article yesterday. World's first COVID passport will be trialed on flights from Heathrow, London, this week in a bid to let passengers travel without risk of quarantine in the future. Passengers on United Airlines and Cathay Pacific are trying out the new app called Common Pass. The phone software is a digital health pass, which will hold a certified COVID test status or show someone has been vaccinated in a way designed to satisfy various government regulations. It has been launched by nonprofit Trust Commons Project Foundation, part of the World Economic Forum. The tech is very much at the trial stage using volunteers on flights between London, New York, Hong Kong, and Singapore under government observation. It's seen as a long-term measure to allow air travel to return something like it was pre-COVID. And they go on to say here, the pass works by passengers taking a test at a certified lab before uploading it to their phone. It generates a QR code that can be scanned by airline staff and border officials and allows boarding. This app will also be applied once a vaccine is released and you will get the same QR code once you have gotten your COVID-19 vaccination. So there you have it, my friends and Health Masters family. They have finally released the COVID pass, the COVID passport in the mainstream and on commercial flights now, pretty much spanning all over the world. You hear the New York, London, Singapore. 
to now force people into not only getting a test, but now they're going to roll in the vaccinations. And what they'll do is they're first, they're, they're going to let people travel without this because they're going to have to roll this out. It's going to take a while. So be, be aware of that. What they're going to do is exactly what I called out months ago. They're going to force you to basically go through all these hoops if you don't have a COVID pass. They're going to say, hey, listen, just like the, you know, the fast pass at Disney, just like the, uh, basically, what is it, the um, TSA pre-screen, where you can go in and get your photograph, and you can go through your pre-screen, and it's faster. This is exactly what they're going to do. They're going to make it so outlandish, so miserable, so nightmares to try to fly without a COVID pass, it's not going to be worth it. They're going to say, okay, well, first, we have to basically question you, test you, look at you, quarantine you as soon as you get to the airport. Then wherever you get to your going at that destination, you have to quarantine for another 14 days. You have to wear a mask the entire time from start to finish. And then at that point, if anything happens, you have to quarantine even longer. And we have to monitor you every time you fly. Or you can go get tested and then get a vaccination. You can get your COVID passport. And then pretty much you can fly anywhere you want once you have your passport and your vaccine. This is exactly how they're going to roll it out. They're going to slowly roll it into a certain point to where 70, 80, 90, 95% of the public's going to say, that's fine. Just give me this vaccine. All I want is something normal now. I do not want to be involved in this. This is exactly what they do in psychological warfare. They continue to beat down an individual's psyche, beat it down, beat it down, beat it down, beat it down until you basically say no more. I will do anything. I will say anything just to make it stop. And then that's when a lot of times people admit to stuff they didn't even do. That's been shown numerous times because... Once you cause so much dismay in somebody's brain, once they're so unstable and they're so stressed out and everything is so horrific, they will pretty much do anything they have to to get back to some type of relative normal. And that's exactly what COVID is being used now. And now we have the world's first COVID passport technology being rolled out on flights flying around the world now, then. You know, Austin, uh, I know a lot of you won't know what I'm talking about, but I'm just going to bring it up anyhow. Uh, there was a program on back in the 90s. It was called Star Trek The Next Generation, and it was about Captain Picard and his first officer, and it was a really good series. It was on for about seven years, and uh, I really actually in- enjoyed science fiction, and I really enjoyed particular that particular Star, Star Trek program. And what was interesting about this is Captain Picard one time gets basically abducted, and he gets tortured. And they've got him hanging by a rope and they're torturing him with, you know, with stun batons and all the things they're doing to him. And the guy's holding up his fingers and he says, shows him three fingers. And he goes, how many fingers do you see? I'm holding up two fingers. And he goes, you have three fingers up or whatever. I'm, I'm, I'm going from a long memory from 30 years ago. So it may not quite be like this. But this is what happened. Similar. And what ended up happening is finally he started, this goes on for weeks. He's getting tortured, tortured, tortured. Finally, you know, he holds up his three fingers and he goes, you know, how many fingers do you see? And he goes, I see two. Okay? Because finally his brain was seeing two because he was being tortured so much. And finally they free him and he gets free and the guy gets put into custody who's doing this to him, et cetera, et cetera. And then the captain finally says, the problem is I really did just see two fingers. In other words, his brain had basically disassociated itself, and he no longer was allowed allowing itself to see three fingers and only saw two. 
And, and, you know, and this is exactly what they've done to us, Austin. It was anything to get back to normalcy. Anything to come back and say, hey, look, I want my life back. I want my life back. I want the life back that I had. You know, I was scheduled to be in Germany this week with, with my relatives and I couldn't go. I tried for months to get a ticket on American Airlines to fly to Europe. They told me that I could fly and I've got points, so I get to fly for free. And I told them, I said, I want to fly into Germany. And they said, well, you can't get into Germany. They said, well, I said, well, they said, we can get you into England, but you have a two week quarantine. And then once you get into England, they will not allow you with an American passport, even though you're in England, to go into the EU or go into Germany. You're quarantined. You cannot go in. They will not allow you as an American citizen to go in. So I couldn't go. And so I had to cancel the flights. I had to cancel. I couldn't do it. They couldn't, you know, and they finally they said, well, we may reopen Europe up on like November the, you know, October the 26th, which would be outside of my timeline. I was supposed to be there. And I'm like, this is ludicrous. And, and, and see, and this is what they do when they take your rights away. Now they're offering this Kobe pass. In other words, saying, well, here, just take the shot. It's all going back to that shot. It's all going back to that mark of the beast shot that changed your DNA with an RNA vaccine. It's all going back to the satanic group that runs the planet. And that's why nothing's going to be done to these clowns. I mean, this class action lawsuit, I'm glad these guys are doing it, but it's not going to go anywhere. How do you sue the world? How do you sue the world and make the world pay trillions of dollars in damages to the inhabitants of the world? The entire planet's involved in this. Now, I've got to ask you guys to do me a favor. This is really important. And I said this a few years ago, and i got to say it again. We are, our show is live from 10 to 11, Monday through Friday, Eastern Standard Time. I need everybody, because I'm being, right now, I'm just getting one text after another text after another text, and one email after another email sent to me right now, because everybody wants to comment on what I'm saying, and they're doing it live during the broadcast. Please don't do that. Please. And here's why. When I'm using my iPads for my, my, my studio, and every time somebody sends me a text or any time somebody sends me an email, it lights up on my iPads, it lights up on my iPhones, and it's very, very, very distracting. So just from 10 o'clock in the morning to 11 o'clock in the morning, Eastern Standard Time, Monday through Friday, please don't try to call me or send me texts or send me emails. I know you want to get involved with the show, and I know you want me to read what you said. I, I understand that, and, and I, I will if, if it's really, really good information. You know I do, and I, but I'll do it the next day. Because it really, really is distracting to me when that happens. And I hate to kind of stop the show and talk about that, make kind of an announcement, but it's really important. By the way, Ted Cruz, and he's saying something because nobody likes Ted Cruz. I mean, everybody can't stand the guy. He looks like Grandpa Munster. It's awful. He says, if the Supreme Court is divided four to four, there'll be no answer to election lawsuits. He's right. If we can't get this lady in, this Baird in, which, by the way, I don't care for, but we got to have somebody in that spot to basically get, get, tell us what we're going to do as far as a lawsuit. If the court gets hung up four to four, we're going to have a major, major mess, you know, come the November election. Maybe this is why they decided to retire Ruth Bader Ginsburg character. And I mean very sincerely when I say that, because I believe she's been dead for a long, long time. They finally decided to retire her character a few months before the election. And now they're saying they don't want to have, quote-unquote, Senate hearings because of COVID, which is another lie. I mean, it's all being orchestrated because of this silly pandemic that basically doesn't have a bigger death rate than the common flu, probably lower than the common flu. Really important that we understand that this is going on right now. By the way, doomsday camps where these people have these, how should I say, 
these passes to get into doomsday camps, they're being activated and opened up right now. Reuters reports that the Fortitude Ranch Doomsday Camp in West Virginia and Colorado will open both facilities to members on Election Day because of the threat of social unrest. This is like, these are underground facilities, guys. Fortitude Ranch October's newsletter suggested looting and violence across 15 major U.S. metro areas, similar to what is seen over the summer following the police killing of George Floyd and could follow the elections next month. And the newsletters warned social instabilities could transform into long-term issues. So now we have doomsday camps. This is, this is from, this is from uh, Zero Hedge too. This isn't some kind of bogus person who's put this out there. Do we have open, what, what these things are, people actually buy memberships with underground facilities or into camps which are heavily guarded. You know, to protect them and their families and their businesses. In some cases, the entire staff or the CEOs of the business will go in, and and this is what they were involved in right now. They're opening these camps. By the way, now new research has found that Monsanto was paying Google, surprise, surprise, to censor results, operated fusion centers to discredit journalists and activists. I covered this a couple of years ago, but more and more is coming out. Monsanto operated an intelligence gathering fusion center to discredit journalists and actors, including singer Neil Young, and paid Google to bear results in its search engine, The Guardian reported. Activists post previous reported that Bayer Monsanto, the formerly merged company, potentially two of the evilest businesses in history, had kept a file of 200 names, including journalists and lawmakers, in hopes of influencing their positions on pesticides, according to the French prosecutors. And quite frankly, I think I was involved in that. I think I was one of those people they were talking to because they were contacting me constantly back in the 90s when I was on all kinds of secular TV radio shows talking about the top 10 foods never to eat and talking about a product that they had produced that was basically a fat substitute that you couldn't digest. And uh, it was bad, and along with also talking about aspartame. So, uh, you know, so I know these guys do this because I got contacted by their guys all of the time and basically wanting me to go in and to debate these clowns on national TV and radio shows about the problems associated with their product and what I was saying about it. So just thought I'd mention this. This is all very real. And now Monsanto's intelligence center has targeted journalists and activists. Monsanto's basically, basically the records recorded by The Guardian show Monsanto adopted a multi-pronged strategy to target these different people. Now, this also was done with, this, with the information on glyphosate and what was going on with glyphosate and how bad glyphosate was and how it's linked to cancer. I talked about it yesterday and how it causes kidney failure. So, guys, all of this stuff continues to happen all of the time, and we've got to make sure that we're aware of the fact that the media is being skewed by these clowns, and you've got to know your sources before you believe this stuff. Austin, what do you think? Uh, absolutely. There's no question about it. I mean, this the, the censorship, big tech, Silicon Valley, everything with Google, the alphabet as far as alphabet, the company that owns it, and everything that just trickles down from there is designed to do one thing, and that's pretty much confuse the American populace. We've seen that now. There's not really anything positive about these groups. Google, Facebook, all of them. They're all designed not only to subvert and pervert the younger generation, as we've clearly seen, and I talked in detail yesterday, but they're also there to push the narrative that they're supposed to push. This is why we've seen so many times now in the past where somebody starts saying something, articles start coming out, and all of a sudden Facebook and Twitter, oh, that's fake news, fake news, fake news, can't talk about that, can't talk about that. And now we see all this stuff coming out now, 
with everybody's all, oh, we need to, we see the unsealed documents with this whole investigation and the Russian hoax and all this stuff. Guys, this information's been out there for years. Even Trump said that he pushed to have everything declassified over a year ago. They've known this for years. They're not going to arrest Hillary. Now, don't get me wrong. I would absolutely find it delightful to see her arrested and indicted under all kinds of different charges of stuff she's been involved in. But guys, this is the... Now, they may be losing some of their foothold because a lot of people, I think, are finally starting to wake up. But, you know, I talk to more and more people now, all the time. I try to talk to people about different different topics, various things, get their just idea and take on it. The way I kind of just, you know, I feel... The, the societal ideas that are going on. And more and more people have pretty much had enough of it, even with, even with Trump, so to speak. I mean, granted, I think Biden's an absolute nightmare. I mean, he's a stooge. He's a complete and total dementia-ridden imbecile. I mean, he's been in office for, what, over 47 years, done nothing. So why anybody possibly thinks he would do something positive boggles my mind. But Trump's pretty much, we've seen now, he's, he's a banker boy. That's one of the biggest concerns we had from the beginning. I mean, there's so many different things that if he wanted to actually engage with this, he could make huge differences. But remember, it's a facade. It's a show. That doesn't mean I don't appreciate a lot of stuff he's done, and I don't support the sitting president we currently have. I mean, he's the president of the United States, but if that means anything anymore. So, again, understand what's really happening and what we're being told. We're now seeing that, you know I mean, the more they keep lying to us and they keep pumping trillions of dollars into the stock market, doesn't actually make things better. They just try to make things appear better because the Dow hasn't crashed. Movie theater mega chain Cineworld, which is the owner of Regal Cinema, has now said that they will be shutting down all of their screens across the U.S. and the U.K. now. Closing them. They have no ETA on opening them back up. Another part I saw, Ruby Tuesdays now, if you guys saw this, they're filing for bankruptcy. They're closing 185 locations after being crippled by these erroneous lockdowns now. This happened all across the country. We're seeing an economic meltdown in the country, and nobody's talking about it because, hey, the Dow's almost at 30,000 again. Well, yeah, it's easy to do that. These are just funny, num- funny numbers. It's pixie dust. There's a movie one time they were talking about this. Dude, it's, it's just, it's fairy dust. It doesn't exist. It's dots, dashes, zeros. That's all it is. She's pixie dust. Okay, we need another trillion pushed into the market by next month so we can keep the Dow elevated. And that's what they do. This is why if you watch, and I don't recommend you watch mainstream media, but if you ever glance at mainstream media, you notice there's always this Dow meter on CNN, this COVID meter on CNN, and they have this like rolling meter all the time. It's designed to keep you addicted. It's the same concept of what they do with slot machines. It's designed to constantly keep you stimulated with all these different fear porns going on. Oh, the Dow's going up. Oh, the Dow's going down. Oh, more people died from COVID. This rolling count. Guys, you notice the rolling count of COVID just keeps going? My point of that is, when is it going to stop? We have certain things like, oh, this is how many people die monthly from diabetes in the United States. This is how many people die from cancer in the United States every single year. Well, if you just keep rolling those numbers, you see, if you had those numbers, you would have on there, oh, how many cancer deaths have we had in the last 20 years now? Oh, oh, we've had over 20 million cancer deaths. Oh, okay. Just keep rolling numbers, keep rolling the numbers. This is what they're doing with the COVID. They're going to keep rolling the numbers, rolling the numbers. Remember, nobody's showing about recovered. Notice that. Nobody has a recovery chart they're putting out there. Why? Because recoveries are not even 
counted or classified. I went into detail on that a couple weeks ago. There is no classification or legit counting for COVID recoveries. It's just once you don't have it anymore, you don't have it anymore. Or you test negative. That's it. There is no database. So there is no actual number to compare that to. We have another 500,000 cases. Guys, everybody's pretty much going to have COVID or been exposed to it. I talked to a guy this morning. Plumber came over, helped me do some stuff. And uh, nice guy. He's overweight. And uh, but he told me, he's like, yeah, I, mean, he's like, I was down for the count for a while. I ended up getting COVID. And I said, well, he was like, I was in the hospital for like a week. And this guy, he's pretty overweight. I mean, he's actually obese, I'll be honest with you. And I said, well, I said, you know, a lot of it is because of, you know, diet and immune system. He's like, yeah, because my doctor actually told me that. He goes, because I have diabetes. So no. He says, I'm on diabetes meds and I'm on insulin. And, uh, you know, that's why I got so sick, the doctor said, because I had a really bad, you know, underlying health condition. I said, well, at least your doctor's honest with you about that. I said, but I flat out told him. I still told him. I said, dude, I said, I know numerous people that have gotten COVID. And almost everybody I know that's healthy and takes vitamin C and D three recovers quickly. I said, did your doctor tell you to take vitamin C and D three while you're in ICU? He says, no, no, he didn't mention anything about that. I said, did your doctor ever test your blood levels for D three while you're in the hospital at all? He's like, I don't know. I don't think so. I never heard anything about him. I said, of course not. Of course, of course. Why would you possibly check D3 levels, even though we know D3 is one of the most critical nutrients that has to be in the body to maintain healthy immune system? But again, this is the narrative they have to keep going on. So again, speak the truth. Continue to get this information out there. Forward our show. Sign up for our free weekly newsletter. Continue to talk to people when you go out in public. I know it's kind of weird because a lot of people still wear masks. They like to have their little face diaper on, even though they're perfectly healthy and everybody around them is healthy and they're walking outside in the parking lot by themselves. They still like to wear their mask. I, I see it every day still in Florida. It boggles my mind. And yet that's still what they're doing. Wake up and talk to people. Try to get other people to wake up because the quicker we can change the narrative and flip the script in our favor, the faster we're going to get this show on the road. And this is why the globalist bankers are grasping at straws right now to try to keep the fake narrative up, even to the point of trying to put FBI informants in groups of militias to try to talk them in to doing a kidnapping allegedly of a governor and then foil the plot and now it's all over the media so they can say the FBI again has stopped another terrorist plot to justify their own existence. They have to keep the narrative going against anybody that questions what's really going on then. The biggest issue here is the fact that the white people are the ones that are primarily awake. There you go. I said that, didn't I? And I'm not saying that there aren't black people that are awake or Hispanics that are awake. I'm not saying that because there are. But the primary group of people in the alt-media that's pushing against this narrative are white, period. Ted Nostrum Brower Show, Jeff Rents, Hagman, all white. Dave Hodges, white. I mean, we're all white. And, we're, you know, we're pushing this and pushing this and pushing this because we don't want to play this game with this narrative. And so they have to demonize whites now because we're out there telling the people the truth about this. Here's another article. Round up the anti-vaxxers. Enlist religious leaders. Bill Gates warns the U.S. needs to brainstorm ways to reduce vaccine hesitancy. Oh, it's got me if you want to cuss. Billionaire software tycoon Rothschild cut out Bill Gates has urged the U.S. to prepare a COVID-19 vaccine rollout by deputizing trusted community leaders to reduce vaccine hesitancy. Bemoaning the rapid spread of conspiracy theories online. You mean truth tellers, Bill? Piece of crap. 
can't stand this guy. The Microsoft founder turned vaccine evangelical painted mostly a rosy picture of a vaccine rollout getting rich countries back to normal by the end of 2021. Hold that out in front of them for normalcy bias. The force them to take your vaccine, change their DNA, give them the mark of the beast. During an interview with the Wall Street Journal CEO Council on Tuesday, however, with less than half of America saying they get the COVID jab, it's not less than half, it's less than less about 88% said they won't, won't do it now. And even if they're paid $100, they say they won't do it, which I can't say as I blame them. He's now saying to enlist religious leaders, get the pastors involved to tell the people to take the vaccine. Imagine that. This is the exact same thing that Margaret Sanger did with abortions and Planned Parenthood and the KKK and all the rest of the eugenics protocols a hundred years ago in which they told the people we need to contact the black pastors of the black churches and get them to promote these programs to reduce the population. Think about that for a second. Think about that. Black churches were targeted with their black pastors to be involved with promoting and producing eugenics results against the black population of the United States. Unbelievable. And this is all done by the Democratic Party, pushed through Harry Truman. Think about that for a second. If you guys are Democrats, think about that. If you're black and you're a Democrat, think about what's going on. Or if you're white, if you're a Democrat, who cares? These guys are the party of the eugenicists of the KKK and the party that want to reduce the population of the planet. Remember, the Jason scholars back in the 50s said there are four things we've got to do, but we've got to reduce the population of the planet. Move to off-world facilities, go into deep underground facilities, basically, and reduce the population growth on the planet regardless of what. I mean, this is their goal, guys. It's what they want to do, and we're in the middle of it right now. So if you're not energized, if you don't feel the power of God in your life, the power of the Holy Spirit, of your faith in Jesus Christ, pushing you to maintain the truth and not allowing yourself to fall into this mainstream narrative, I urge you to start listening to this show more and listen to other alternative talk show hosts that are telling you the truth like we are. I appreciate you guys. You guys are absolutely wonderful. I'm so blessed to be part of your family. I was able to pray for you again this morning, and I get, we're getting all these texts on Sharon's Instagram, ST Bro or Instagram, and you know, and you guys are giving me really good information on stories we can use on the show. And so many of you are saying, you know, we're part of your family. And guys, I feel the same way. I mean, it's the highlight of my day when I get to come to you guys at 10 to 11 Eastern Standard Time and say, hey, look. This is exciting. Here's what we're going to do today because this is the day the Lord hath made and we will rejoice and we will be glad in it and we will commit our plans unto the Lord because guys, we're making a difference. 90% of the people don't want vaccines now. 90%. Bill Gates is about to have himself an aneurysm because of this. He didn't know what to do. Now he's telling us, we've got to go to the evangelical leaders. Tell them to tell their churches. Well, this is what they're already doing. We've got so many churches that are brainwashed and be very, very careful. I talked about this the other day. These pastors get tens of millions of views pushing this narrative, pushing vaccines. Just roll up your sleeve. What difference does it make? It's not the mark of the beast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it probably is the mark of the beast because you're doing it voluntarily. It's going to change your DNA. But these pastors aren't educated. 
a lot of these guys are Zionists. They were trained to be Zionists in their seminaries. They were trained by the Schofield Reference Bible. When it comes to Israel and Rothschilds and Zionism, they have blinders on and they cannot see. They cannot see. They're blinded by it. And so we have to try to educate them to the best of our abilities. Because if we don't, they're going to continue to spew the mainstream narrative. Really, really important. Guys, make sure you listen to Austin on Hagman tonight. I love you guys. Thank you for your support. Thank you for getting your multiple vitamins from us and your toothpaste from us and all the deodorant and all that stuff that you're going to buy anyhow. Thanks for getting it from us. I love you guys. I appreciate you so much. Austin, go ahead and close it up. Yes, absolutely. Continue to be getting this information out there. Thank you for the support of Health Masters. Also, I just got an email in a minute ago now, too. I just told you about how the Kobe Pass starting in Heathrow. Well, now Heathrow's well has taken another step further, installing biometric gates at each and every access point. Recent IFSEC global study has now shown that there are going to be over 400 facial recognition cameras at all entry points to scan passengers' faces throughout the entire airport so they can maintain security and protection from COVID. Gosh, this nauseates me just like the doggone war on drugs and the war on terror has been for the last 20 years. Isn't it funny how there always has to be a war on something that's unwinnable? I mean, we're going to stop terror globally. Okay, that's that's a novel idea that's never going to work. Oh, we're going to stop drugs. That's never going to work either. Those have been around for thousands of years. Oh, we're going to stop a virus now. That's also not going to work because viruses have been around since pretty much Adam and Eve probably fell out of the garden, and we've been dealing with viruses since then. So, yeah, the context of the war is never going to end. That's the whole point of what they're telling you. This is exactly where they wanted it to go. Now, facial recognition, complete touchless systems, you scan your phone, biometric identity management systems via Tacent Enterprise Suites that is now basically being put into Heathrow Airport to be monitored on every single entry point. So now, not only are you going to have to have a Kobe pass, now you pretty much, so the moment you step foot in the airport to the moment you board the plane, they're going to watch, monitor, and scan your face. Remember, the facial recognition isn't just to, oh, there's so-and-so. That's what people think. Oh, okay, there's John. Okay, we see John now. We scanned him. He's got his Kobe pass. He's good. It's not just that, guys. It's a full algorithm data log that gets ran through every single agency that's controlled through this via Mossad, via MI6, via CIA, all of it. So not only can they look and see everything you've done, how you act, where you go, what you look at, how you feel now. They want to know how you feel via Kobe Pass. They now data log all of that and build a file on you. That's one of the biggest things they've done with social media when people do stuff and post photos. Who they hang around, where they go, what they look like, their expressions, their interactions, what time they're at places, how often they go to places. So they have it in complete and total file on you, and a lot of it is stored out in that mega center out in Utah, the data collecting center. That's what that whole thing was built for, was to build files on pretty much every single living human being in the entire world. That way, if anything happens, 
like we saw over here in Michigan. Oh, guess what? We have some people that are talking about doing a citizen's arrest on Governor Whitmore. All right, alert the FBI. They need to get an informant in there. We need to make sure we get this infiltrated and get this in, and we can bust them and show everybody we stopped it. Same thing they did. You guys remember the the bank, uh, I think it was years ago, the Bank of America alleged bombing. They got a guy said, hey, man, you know what? You should totally be a terrorist. He's like, oh, yeah, I know. I should be. And they said, yeah, you should totally. Hey, we're going to get you like a 1,000 pounds of TNT dynamite, and we want you to basically go and ignite it. They hand it to him, and they said, oh, by the way, you have all this dynamite now, and you're going to blow up the Bank of America? We're also going to charge you with terroristic charges now for attempting to blow up a bank. And he's like, what are you talking about? Oh, yeah, by the way, the TNT's inert. Nothing's real. Didn't even happen. You never attempted to do it. The bombs weren't even real. Nothing even this happened. But we stopped another terrorist attack, pat on our back. This nauseates me to no end. So, again, the best thing we can do is expose these crooks for what they're doing and get the information out there so people actually know the truth. That's the biggest thing. People choose not to know the truth, and they choose not to believe it, that's on them. But everybody has a right to know the truth, and that's what we always stand for here at Health Masters. Thank you for the support. If you need anything, healthmasters.com. Have the two-pack specials on the buckets. Have the product of the week, the ultimate multiple powder. Lots of stuff going on right now at Health Masters. You guys enjoy the Hagman Show tonight. Have a blessed, safe, awesome weekend, and we'll talk to you again on this show Monday, as always.